When you're a pro, you got to do a little bit of everything. A little. A little. And even a little. And it helps to have something that works as hard as you do. That's why Valspar has a paint for every job, every room, every time. Valspar. You make it happen, we make it possible. Pros, head to Lowe's today and talk to a pro rep about getting up to 10 free gallons of Valspar through our paint trial program. Exclusions apply. See ValsparPro.com for details. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Reasonable Wrestling. This is the uncut, unfiltered, underground of professional wrestling podcast game. I am your boy, CT, a.k.a. Chitty Bang. And I'm with, you know, the most high, Chris. What's going on, everybody? <clears throat> I'm high. So. As always. Um, but anyway... What's going on? Um, this is the first episode um, of October. Um, mm-hmm. So the twentieth episode of Reason Wrestling. This is the 20th episode. You made it twenty weeks, bro. Congratulations to us. Twenty Props, weeks. Back. Twenty consecutive weeks. Consecutive of doing, um, you know, with traveling and everything. We still made. 20 consecutive weeks, you know, just give us a pat on the back. I think it's been... I wish I had a soundboard so I can put the round of applause right now. That goddamn, I gotta get But that. every podcast has a soundboard. But I, I like it, though. I like um, it. <laughs> every podcast. <laughs> That's why they have it, because it works. <laughs> or do they have it because everybody else does it and they're like, we're going to hop on a wave. I guess everybody's consistent. I mean, I can, I can say I popped on this wave of a podcast. True. Then, yeah, you know, true. So why not continue to hop mm-hmm. on a wave? It's true. It's what, true. What, so what have you been up to? You know... You tell me what you've been down with, because, like, I know, you know, let me just go, let me just leave it for you, because you, you've been out and about, right? I've just been chilling with some... Um, homies? Some newfound homies that <laughs> moved down to Orlando. Oh, okay. And, you okay. know, um... Really? Yeah. Um, homies that I don't know? Homies that you're not going to introduce me to? No, it's homies that you get... Listen, my homies is your homies. <laughs> and I actually even was like, yo, homie, like... We have like you haven't swung through and everything like that. Um, I um, I got some people that I would like for you to meet, but maybe if you could, can you come on a podcast? So maybe I may be able to get him on a podcast. All right, let's see if you can get him on a podcast right now. You want me to call him right now? Call see? him right now. Right, Bet. Call him right now. All right. Let's well, see. Let's see if you can get the homie quotation yeah. marks right now on the podcast. Let's see. All right. Hold on. This is live. Live. We'll see if he answers. He's an important person. Yeah, we should practice that. It's <laughs> 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 not just some random homie. Yeah. <laughs> random homie. See? Well... This is what happens when you're unedited, unfiltered. No answer. Right. All right. So let's see if we can get the homie out of the time or let's see if he calls back. But with that said, 
This is I've episode. Been, yeah, yeah. With that said, I've, this is I've been, episode twenty. Yeah. Congratulations, we ran twenty consecutive reads. I'm very proud of this. I'm sure you're very proud of it. And if those of you who are listening to us, thank you very much. You guys are our day oneers, and I appreciate it. Um, so let's get into the shits. Let's talk about wrestling. Uh, sure, sure. Um, what was your high spot? My high spot of the week, yo. Believe it or not, uh, you know this was. I'm not gonna. You know, this was a good week of wrestling. This was a good week of wrestling. It was. I'm not gonna front. Like I was going into it I, for the past like two months. It's been trash bras and good SmackDowns, decent SmackDowns here and there. Uh, so this week it was a little bit difficult per se to um, pick the high spot. So if off the top of my head, what I remember most is probably. Probably. I mean, what did I say on? What did I say on? What was it? The, the Ronda Rousey. That, that's a high spot. That wouldn't be my high spot, but I really liked that match. I really liked that match. But um, my high spot of the week. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, are we going to take the whole no, show? No, my, my high spot of the week. Oh, no, I gotta go first. <laughs> my <laughs> brother Lee, no, is 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 um coming on and Elias being booed out the fucking uh, what what's the name of the stadium? I don't even know what the stadium the arena is. But see, they're in Seattle. Yeah, booed out of Seattle. Them being booed out. Um, I think Elias and Kevin Owens they have chemistry, and not only do they have chemistry, but they the two guys who on the mic just know what the fuck they're doing. They just know how to get the best out of what they're trying to portray on the screen. They know how to get the best out of um, the crowd, even out of their opponents um, in terms of promos per se, you know? So that promo in the ring combined with the reaction of the Seattle crowd when Elias is, Elias said, um, you know, something, something is cra- about as crazy as, uh, just go back and watch it. He says, it's crazy as Seattle having a basketball team. And yeah, the arena fucking lost it. They booed them for like legit five minutes like straight. They derailed the segment. I mean, but that's... When you're talking about getting heat and being a heel, then, you know, you're looking at two guys who know how... I mean, you have to be able to switch that when you're such a fan favorite. You know what I mean? Like, Elias is over. Mm-hmm. I was there at WrestleMania. Like, that... Guy is over. Yeah, I was there at the WrestleMania after Raw. That guy is over. But he hasn't gotten this much heat that so so perfectly, you know, to the point where even Kevin Owens seemed like he was a little bit thrown off. Like, okay, yeah, I mean, the segment was. I mean, I've, but the, they still the was derailed. Yes, the Kevin Owens was like, hey, this what this boo is taking up a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but they still were professionals and. um I think that they worked well together because there was a point in the in the in the, uh, the the promo that Elias was the the, the, crowd, the crowd was booing so much you couldn't hear shit. So uh, Elias is like, yeah, um, speaking over them, and then Kevin goes to speak and he's talking in regular tone. And Elias has a you know presence of mind to say, hey, uh, Kevin, you're gonna have to speak up because these guys are have no dis- no respect, and that allows Kevin to just go out and scream. I said. You know who I, you know, and he just starts screaming about his promo and his promo, which has got them out of it. And that's an improv. You know, they weren't, they, they improv that moment. So I thought that was really cool. Um, the crowd was going crazy. 
even after Leo Rush interrupted this segment, the crowd was still booing. It was like un- it was crazy. So I mean, the um, crowd's not cheering because Leo Rush came out there to make. The I mean, I'm not. I know, but they. Do you think it would break the the tension a little bit? Like at least, like you know, they were less in the booze. They didn't give a fuck. They Duh, were like, <laughs> it's Leo Rush. <laughs> no, they didn't give a fuck. Because they were so mad. I think to me, it's like they were so mad about the comment. They're still, like, they, he, he hit a nerve because the Supersonics left, you know, Seattle and, you know, they're now they're not OKC. So um, <laughs> it hit a real nerve for the Seattle fans. And I thought it was probably my favorite moment of the, of the week. It was funny. It was really funny. My, I mean, with that, I would I would say that it was probably yes as a segment as a high spot when we talk about the the originality of what this segment was supposed to be what grabs you what was the what was the what was the thing that you remembered the most out of both shows I can definitely understand and see why it may ESPN it may Bleacher Report it, did? it may, yeah uh, yeah I didn't even know that so it um you know it definitely was a crossover moment. Um, for WWE and for pop culture, as Seattle has been trying to get a team, an expansion team for a little bit now, seeing that you know yeah. OKC took the excuse me, OKC took that type of uh, recognition that Seattle could have had. I mean, yeah. it ain't like OKC won anything, but Seattle would have rather had whatever OKC had than to not have anything at all. So um, I can definitely see how that was the high spot. Like imagine like you're living. In a sp- place like New York or LA, and your your whole sports team just bounces on your whole state. I mean, let's that be fucked up. New so you'd be a little bit sore. I mean, let's not do New York and LA because they got like three teams per city or per state. Anyway, yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I guess Seattle for sure. Like you know, they they have a baseball team, the Mariners. They have uh, the basketball. T- they had the basketball team, which is Supersonics, and that's pretty much all they had. Seahawks. Uh, yeah, they had the Seahawks, but relatively, like the Seahawks weren't. I mean, let's think about it. Like, come on, Seattle. Like your sports teams is not that relevant. They want to play. We're talking about recent, like recent. Seattle has like sports pride. They should have no business having sports pride in. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the Mariners, yes, were good at some point in time, but then like everybody left they to were. get more money, like A Rod yeah. and Griffey and Agner Martinez, yeah. and like you know, like uh, the Supersonics. Let's think about Sean Kemp and Gary Payton and. De La Shrimp <laughs> out there in Seattle. De you know La Shrimp. I mean, <laughs> I mean like yeah. that was not, that was a powerhouse, but I mean, mm-hmm. it's not. It wasn't a powerhouse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. And then, like, let's think about Seattle, dog. Like, Seattle Seahawks, they were like the laughing stock of the NFL. Now we had they had one good couple seasons when Sean Alexander was rushing the ball four hundred times a year. But that's why he retired early because you know that sport hurts. Uh-huh. So like, see, uh, Seattle, Seattle was butthurt. Seattle was butthurt. They and were. For, they were. And for uh, huh? Kevin Owens and Elias, the motherfucking, um, uh, they, you know, put a put salt, salt in, in the wound. wound. Yeah, you know, that was a good little thing right there. Yeah, I thought it was really great. Um, even when, even after you know, Leo Rush came out, and uh, the, the, I mean, I still think that they're kind of shitting on Bobby. Not shitting on Bobby Lashley, not shitting on this wrong word, but I think they're kind of like minimizing his 
affecting this damn uh, angle. I think he could have a way more personality, way more um, presence. But besides that, I think uh, it got over Kevin Owens. It got over Elias as heels going into Super Showdown against John Cena and Bobby Lashley. So we'll see what happens, you know. Um, and, I, and I'm not looking forward to the match per se, but I'm going to watch it, you know. So I'm yeah. not watching that at 5 o'clock, Megan. I mean, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I'm not watching it either. Uh, <laughs> At that time. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, well, my high spot was on SmackDown. As always. And it wasn't really like a high spot. It's just my favorite part of the show. It was AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. And like that promo was really good by AJ. Um, but really what got me over was the extension and the playback package of last week. And AJ said, hey, man. Hey, man. Hey. Hey. He's at my house. You gonna stop, you going to stop over my joke? Or you going <laughs> to let me have it? Did, <laughs> wasn't I set up for this? Wasn't I set up to let me do uh, no, my no, AJ impersonation? No, no, no. You know what no, really no, happened? No, no, no. You want to keep it a buck? That was my best produced. And you stepped over my best produced to get to your joke <laughs> too early. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yo, the way AJ was saying, hey, man. He's at my house. Hey, man. You don't have to do it, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Since you got it. Since you can handle the joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, guys, I've been drinking. Just no, so you know. No, so. no, do not. Just so Listen, you know. CT just wanted the show to be his show. No, okay. Man. I am the feature here. No, no, no. no, no, no. I'm, not even, I'm not even close to what's going on here. No, but, uh, but go no, ahead. No, the high spot, the high spot, which will probably bleed into his best produce, is. Um, is AJ Styles and Samojo. Like I said, my high spot is because it explained the feud, even though not logically like, hey, you know, uh, Samojo was at the house and we called the cops and he left. And then, <laughs> you know, whatever. Wrestling, we know. We know it's wrestling. But it was AJ Styles saying, hey, man. <laughs> hey, hey, man. Hey, hey, Joe. Hey, hey. He's at my house. He's at my Hey, hey. He's at my house. Hey, hey man, Joe. Hey Joe. Hey Joe, you don't have to do this, man. Hey, my family's in there. Favorite part of the goddamn show. Favorite. <laughs> Yo. Hey like, man. I, when I watched it last week, I thought that she was funny as fuck. <laughs> and then, like, seeing it over again, and then seeing your reaction to it, I was like, yo, this is exactly what I thought. <laughs> because, oh, man. Because I, I was in Portland watching that shit. Shout but, out to um, AJ Styles, man, being, uh, you know, he's from Georgia. He can't hide it. That twang is there, you know what I mean? And uh, it's the, if you guys, we didn't talk too much into that segment last week because I was ripped, okay? But the segment was Samoa Joe was supposed to be at the stadium or supposed to be at the arena um, to do a contract signing with AJ Styles, and uh, he ended up at AJ's house. And, you know, as AJ's in the ring, helpless and can't do anything. Samoa Joe is via satellite. Amazing how WWE has 
you know, via satellite trucks wherever AJ stands yeah, right, to, to punch him through, uh-huh. you know, but as again, it's wrestling. But whatever the case may be, it, AJ wasn't there. Samoa pops up on screen at the house and AJ goes, hey, hey, man. Hey, he's at my house. <laughs> Paige. Hey, hey, Paige. Hey, Joe. Hey, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, man. You don't have to do this, man. Hey, it's between us. Hey, man, don't go in my house. And that had to be probably the most funniest thing I've seen. So that is my high spot of the week. Yeah. Um, After weeks of, like, Joe threatening it, I'm just glad he finally showed up to the house because he's been threatening for, like, weeks now. And it it really elevates the the, the angle for me, at least, because, like, they've just been just, you know, jaw-jacking for weeks now, um, and there's nothing... And, and, like, you know, just beatdowns happening. There was nothing really that uh, – because Joe talking out a big game and him not doing what he said he's going to do, it kind of was like, oh, nigga, what, what the fuck you doing? You're Joe, you know? Go over to the house if you say you're going to be there. And he didn't. So, but now he finally showed up. I would I would have personally would have liked to see a brawl in the house or something happen this week. Um, Why would you want to see a brawl? Because I like right? house invasions, man. And wrestling is always a house invasion. Come on, it's not always a house. Here's Randy Orton and John. Was it Randy Orton and John Cena, or was it Randy Orton and um, Triple H? Randy Orton and Triple H, and Either then you got. Or they weren't good. And then you got Brian Pillman, Stone Cold. Like okay, you know, so we'll go back twenty years. You know, a despot time that we get it now. You know, another house invasion. Why not? You know, but you know what made that one so good? A fucking gun. gun. <laughs> okay, are we putting? Is is mad that AJ air. Styles is gonna come out here with his gun saying I stand for I stand for my rap. <laughs> Don't come to my house. You got a gun. I got I got a gun. <laughs> and so does my family. That <laughs> yeah, would have made it so priceless. And that would have been my spot if I had a gun. That would <laughs> But it's not. It's my best produced. Um I think the shot was great. I think that did bring it to a new location. I love as you know, you watch what you hear the show. I love new locations. I like taking it out of the, the quintessential 4x4 ring, the square circle. I would love when they shoot somewhere else um, off, off set. Uh, maybe it's the film guy in me. I don't know. But I thought that was great produced. Um, also, um, one thing that's great produced is Lars Sullivan's entrance, man. I'm not sure if I brought this up on this podcast, but his entrance is not too much. It's not too little. Um, I think the shot they have of him when he comes out to the ring on NXT from below... Is just makes him look as a larger than life character. The um, he gets to the ring, the, the spotlight's on him, and you just see the outline of this physical creature, this like this this freak of nature, um, and the music. I, I'm a big fan of his uh, entrance music. So um, all all that together, the whole package of Lars Sullivan has gets him over. I think to me, um, I'm curious to see how they translate that to the main roster and how they're going to do his entrance because I they always change it up, they always switch it up f- for the main roster. Uh, and they usually make it worse. But um, we'll see. You know, that was also something that was very, very well produced this week, um, as, as every week that Lars comes out. But AJ getting that segment, uh, Lars coming in, uh, his entrance. I just wanted to give a little shout-out to him on NXT. So what else you want to talk about this week? Um, well, as far as best produced goes, I guess I'll talk about the commercial since you didn't. Oh, the, yes, right. The WWE 2K19 commercial. Yeah. Shout out to Naomi getting that uh, glow time on, on air. Uh-huh. I root for everyone that's black. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Naomi being there, uh, who else? Uh, Ray was there on the on the on Yo, the Everybody AJ, got some Charlotte, shit, you know, Ronda Rousey. You know, it's it's dope to see them. Mm-hmm. Um, that commercial was really hot. I think every year they have some really cool commercials for WWE 2K, uh, but this year in particular, the um, every single. Uh, wrestler that was showcased was showcased in a weird different way that just um, was appealing to the eye on that commercial it was just really different I think AJ had you know an old school picture of him on himself then he had the glove on you had um, Undertaker coming up in smoke it was really cool really inventive really um, creative the way they did the commercial it was one of my high spots of the week I'm mean, not high spots one of my best produced things of the week too it really um, stuck out even though it wasn't on a, a main show the commercial came on during the shows and it, it stuck out like um, it just, you know it opened your eyes to it you're like oh shit even you said it before I even noticed it and I saw it earlier in the day on YouTube I was like oh this is that this is dope it's hot. well I mean my thing is they they produce really good things when it's in um like the previous commercial, you know, or the T-shirt, what the WWE shop. Yeah, commercial. I don't know who's doing their editing, but they they're they're good, they're good. The editing for the commercial for the T-shirts and for the WWE. And game. also, you can see what happens when you have when you let creative people do things that are that are dope. Like that commercial, the the two K nineteen commercial that we just previewed the the aforementioned uh, uh, game commercial where Naomi's all dark and she's glowed up. Um, Empress of Tomorrow, where Oscar takes out the mask and let people know she's here. The mirror image of Ric Flair and Charlotte, mm-hmm, and she nice. knocks over the mirror. You know what I mean? Like that's very that's very dope. You know, Rey Mysterio, um, um, clones. clones, cloning like he's Ant Man yeah. because he's little. You know what I mean? Um, Ant Man doesn't clone, nigga. Well, I mean, he he made himself little and and. Like, if you watch the... Now I have to break it down to you because obviously you didn't see it. When Rey Mysterio did the little shrink down and he multiplied himself, he did the, like, a, it was an homage to him being a small competitor. He shrunk and, in, the, in the commercial? In the commercial, like, he when he when he, when he he did, like, the little um, mut, uh, mutation thing. Nah, I have to... No, 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 it's all right. I'll take your word for it. You do not have to pull it up. (laughs) (laughs) We can't be watching commercials. Why can't we? Tony Schiavone and Conrad listen and does stuff all the time on their damn show. All right, while you pulling that up, uh, let's talk a little bit about this. uh, this Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Kane, Triple H. It's just here's the thing about it. I just got to get off my chest. It's it, it's my worst written thing, man. We got four old dudes coming out each and every week. That's the commercial. To each and every week, um, just 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 talking, just 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 flapping their gums. Back and forth, like you know, last week you said something about me, so I'm gonna repeat the thing I said two weeks ago about you again, and then you know it's just stupid, you know. So like, there's, there's nothing nigga, what the, of substance. I, 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 we said, nigga, and that's why it's my so worst. Tell you about it. What are they supposed to do? Is is two comp- is is two competitors over age of fifty? One is the C. OO of the company, and another one is a non-competitor. They have so much history that they could do a storyline, dude. They have so much history that should be easy to write four of the greatest competitors in WWE history 
into something that actually makes me want to see it. I don't give a fuck if they're old. But nothing makes me want to see it. That's nothing. You. But I'm talking about in terms of writing. They can write it. I'm like, oh, okay, so there's not a storyline element to it where I'm like, because they're not, because I don't want to see it because they're old. But at least give me some writing behind it so I can be like, all right, I see where they're going with it. They're trying to make me interested in it. Not just two, four old men or, you know, whatever you want to talk about, three old men coming, coming out and just talking and just talking about shit. Just talking about shit back and forth one week after another. It, it pisses me off. So um, and it takes up a lot of the program, a lot of time in the program. Like this whole time, they, they're making, they're building it up like it's oh, the last time ever. I don't care, and I feel like I'm almost bad saying that because I love all four of these guys. I think that they're all legends in their own right. You got Hall of Famer Shawn Michaels. You got Hall of Famer, and all four of them: Undertaker, Triple H, future Hall of Famers. You know, Kane. I think that it could be done. Better. That's all I'm saying. It could be done better. And just throwing them on TV just to talk. Maybe they're just too old to write them into something. I don't know. Maybe they're just too old to actually retain information or to retain an actual uh, flow of um, discourse. I know there's scheduling conflicts and, like, you know, they all can't be at the arena or whatever. But I think they could have been just done better. I don't think promo after promo after promo is going to get me in- interested in. Maybe old school wrestling, wrestling fans and Australian wrestling fans are like, oh my God, Undertaker and Well, AAA. duh, dude, it's not for us. They're about to wrestle in Australia, dude. Like this show's not for this show. This program is not for All us. All right, let me and they don't care about the TV. Let me let me tell you like, right now. Let me break it down for you because like let you break it down. For let me, me bring it down. Sure. You realize that the the ticket sales for Australia are already sold. That's cool. They're getting that cash. They're getting that bag. What the, the program now is to build up hype for the network so people can buy the network and see Undertaker in a last match. Triple H. not buying the network. That's, that, that's exactly my point because no one cares. No, no one's. You don't buy the network if you're if you're a new subscriber anyway. You know and what I mean? To sign up. To sign up. This is what I'm saying. That's what this is. This is what I'm saying, bro. This ain't for you, dog. So don't waste your like. That whole three-hour show ain't for you. You know what's funny? You know what's funny about this ain't for you? I have a problem with that, you know? Oh I do. Gosh. I do. And, and I'm not saying everything has to be for me. I'm, I'm yes, completely, you are. I'm completely cool with everything not being for me. My thing about it is when, um, when you have an angle that is boring, I hate when it's like, oh, the reason why you don't like it is because it's ain't for you. I think that there are angles that appeal universally, whether you're old, whether you're young, whether you're a new fan, whether you're a new, uh, old, um, an old fan. I think there are ways to write things so it appeals to, to everybody. And I think that lazy writing is, the, is, the, is what's going on here. I think that lazy writing, and I'm not going to give them an out. I'm not going to give them any, any you know... Then stop watching wrestling. You know, stop watching wrestling because we've been on 20 weeks. Congratulations. Have we not been talking about 20 weeks of bad wrestling? And guess what? I'm going to keep on coming here every week and saying the same shit if I have to because I do think it matters. I do think that you want to call me a mark, you can call me a mark. You are if you, mark. If you want to call people fan, that are really fans marks, fine, go, go for it. But I think that the marks are the ones that have, are you the posts. say go fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> No, I did not. I did not want to say that. <laughs> if you think I'm a mark, go fucking <laughs> That is not even what was in my head. But what I'm trying to say is, the marks are the pulse of the industry, man. We are. We maybe. We probably are the. Um, 
the the focus group who take testings on in the indies and they pull up an indie wrestler that is popping. You know, we are the focus group. We are the the pulse of the industry. My point is is that there is a way to 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 write storylines and write things that generally here's the thing they, they write things each week that you don't fuck with they write things each week that nobody fucks with even a kid couldn't fuck with so i'm trying to say that there are ways to write things there's, a, there's better ways to write things there's better ways to produce and that's not something that you can't just say oh it's not for you, you don't care i care because i think that the marks and the people that actually care and talk about it and speak out are the ones that are going to change the industry going forward the people that are going to actually Move the needle to something that we want to see and make wrestling more. Y'all dudes been marks for a long time. Uh, like, what? It's a different day and age. You know, you know what you with got, podcasts you know, you know out like you, this. You know, you know what you guys are. Marks are black culture. Nobody give a fuck. Nobody <laughs> give a fuck about you. You can be right. innovative and maybe move I'm, the needle maybe, all you want to. Maybe but, I'm a dreamer. Like, you know, maybe I'm a dreamer. You know. But um, I'm not you. I'm not finna let you have no out time about. Oh, I'm a mark and I'm a dreamer. Like those are not the two. No, it is. Two things it, is it is. Oh, I'm okay. a dreamer. I think that wrestling could be better. You think I should just accept it way it is? I don't think it's not for me. No, I'm coming on this podcast. And I'm gonna Dude, speak my shit. Right now, I'm gonna talk you're, my you're shit. Talking your shit about something you're not even gonna fucking watch. You're not gonna watch it. You're not gonna fucking I watch it. Saw, I saw. I saw that watch it. You're but not gonna watch it at five. You're not gonna watch it. You're not gonna watch it. You're not gonna care. You're gonna fast forward the match. We're not gonna pay attention during the match. It's gonna go bias and we're not gonna give a fuck about it we're not we're not and it's the first time that those probably performed in australia in about 15 to 20 years and it's just a match for a super card okay it doesn't have anything to do with storyline yes it took up tv time but guess what they have a fucking evolution pay-per-view that's at the end of the month and the only traction they've got is fucking trish stratus and fucking alexa bliss when trish Stratus was seven years fucking old uh-huh so it doesn't matter. I see. I see. I see what you're saying, and I mean, maybe not in canon. I think that putting anything on Raw makes it in canon. It makes, and if you're putting it on your main show against uh, something like Monday Night Football, you should actually man, write, write well. Man, you, man, but all right, not, maybe I'm a mark, yes, and I shouldn't mark, care. All right, boom, because it's not one point six five billion dollars. And your ten dollars a <laughs> month for the network doesn't give us. Sh- don't bring up one point six five billion dollars ever again on this podcast. No, I'm, I'm sick of this shit. No. I know they're making money. I get it. You don't get it. I no, I do get it. I do get it. Trust me, I bring it up myself sometimes. But my point is, is that when it comes to the art versus business, and I'm always gonna be the fan of the guy who represents the art, and I'm not gonna be uh, ashamed of that. I'm not gonna be ashamed to come on this podcast and say. The art of telling a story, the art of wrestling. So Rip Marvel, should you don't be never, I don't never hear you say Rip Marvel. I don't never hear you Rip Marvel. Black Panther was a bad movie. What the fuck are you talking about? Black Panther? You didn't like that? This is the first time I'm hearing that, so like I'm I'm baffled because uh, you've been you've been, you've been propping that movie up. I'm propping because I root for everyone that's black, fool. <laughs> but when you talk about the premise of a good movie, like I, right. like you have to break down Ben Affleck. Is he is he is he not a good Batman? <sighs> like it's things like that, but you you're, you're setting your preconceived notions of this is how it's going to be, and this is how it's supposed to be, or this is what I want. Uh-huh. I have my antiquated thoughts of what I. But so many things. Aren't my for my, you, my you thoughts know are I mean? actually uh, ahead of the curve. Your thoughts, your thoughts are antiquated. Are, your thoughts are ahead of the curve. You want things to be the same. I don't want things to get. But what I'm not going to do is not going to give a fuck about things that I don't give a fuck. Well, about. Well, this is what I'm we're here on the podcast where we that's have not, podcasts to give a fuck. No, we're not on the. No, I don't, I don't talk about the shit outside of the podcast. I'm not sweating. You shit. do. You uh, outside. Of, you are crazy if you think you don't talk my goddamn ear off outside this motherfucking podcast about uh, shit that you don't care about. All right. 
All right, what? All right, all right. All right, dude, this is Industry Chris right here, and Industry Chris no, is going to back the industry no matter not, what. Not, I'm not Industry. It's not Industry Chris. Like, my thing is, like, one thing you have to understand is, like, Chris doesn't, listen, Chris has sensibilities that aren't like his counterpart. So I work, that's why we're a tag team. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what you don't understand is that I fell the fuck to sleep on both shows. That's a problem. I fell asleep on Raw. And it's not a problem. It's not a problem for me. You think I'm a motherfucking force myself to stay and watch some shit I don't give a fuck about? No. You know what I did after that Shawn Michaels promo that put me to sleep? I watched that shit on YouTube and came back and didn't mix that shit on my podcast. Why? Because I don't give a fuck about it. And if the people that want to talk about it and need to talk about it, like, we're going to give a Super Show Showdown preview. That's when I'll talk about it. I'm not going to... We spent 16 minutes... Uh, probably not that much, but mm-hmm. we spent a fair amount of time... And he was like, I'm going to give it this energy. Why? I give it the energy because I'm trying to point out something that I think could be better. That's all it is to it. What could be better? I'm it's not, the last time on, ever I'm not a 40-year-old wrestler. All right, all right. Sean doesn't perform. Ken, Clint you Jacobs is a, is a mayor. Right. Undertaker should have been retired three all WrestleManias right. ago. Right. So if I call out some other writing, you would, you would be cool with Just it. Just give me something else that I give a fuck about. You. That's the thing about the bad writing. You don't give a fuck about any bad writing. And if I'm going to point out any bad writing, you're going to say, why do you give a fuck about it? So no. it doesn't matter. Bobby Lashley and Bobby Lashley and Little Rush, I said, give it time. I, d- I told you, give it time. I said, give it time because I don't know what Bobby's going to do at Super Showdown. Bobby might turn. This is horribly written, but I said, give it time. I said that I don't give a fuck about Truth for Carmella. I still don't. To this motherfucking moment that I'm speaking these words, I don't care about Carmella or Truth. Ron Killens is a probably beautiful person. <laughs> a tremendous dad. A great performer. But I don't give a fuck about him when he's on my television screen, working for the WWE, performing in matches, rapping, dancing. That shit, it could be written better, too. But guess what? Hey, knock it off. He's black. <laughs> and I root. Not as much. <laughs> what would you do and next week? He'd be AJ Styles for the title. How would you be? You'd be so conflicted. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm full. I don't think I'm black, but, but I hate him. I can, but what I will tell you is that I will comment about the bad writing, and then I will tell you that once until they drop the title back on somebody, I won't give a fuck about that title. I can guarantee to you that if Rod and Truth Killings becomes WWE champion, mm-hmm. I can tell you I won't give a fuck about that title. <laughs> I can tell you that much until they drop that bitch. <laughs> And drop back to a white person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it can mean something. Uh, yeah, but he roots for everybody black, yeah. So there you go. At <laughs> the same time. But yeah, you know, I, when it comes to the Super Showdown, I just think they could have they could have held it handled it better and booked it because I love all these guys. So I'm like, why don't I care about this match? You know, and You don't care about the match because everything's a fucking repeat, dog. Like, this is what I'm saying. Repeat doesn't mean that you shouldn't care about it. Yes, huh? they do, bro, because I don't care. Listen. That's you. You don't okay, like anything listen, repeated. Listen. Me, I want to see another um, no, I don't certain match. I don't want to see an AJ Styles and Samojo for the third fucking time like we had five matches with Shinsuke Nakamura. I don't want to see Becky Lynch and Charlotte if it's not going to be a stipulation. I don't want to see. I do want to see Miz and, and Daniel Bryan for the third time because it adds stakes. But I don't want to see the Miz and the, I mean, the bar and the New Day. We, we, really? We saw it live. And again. It puts no stakes in it because Kofi just broke another record. 
Is he gonna go for a thousand days? Why not? What's fifty? What's 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 fifty more days? Yeah. So then I'm not invested in that match. Do I want to see him perform? Yes, but written wise in the storyline, like no. Yeah, but that's what it is though. Like these performers, like New Day and first of all, New Day versus uh, the Bar. I know they're gonna put on a good match. That's why I care. But the uh, performance and writing are two different yeah, two things. Different things. Yeah, absolutely. So am I gonna watch the match to be and enjoy uh, to enjoy a match? Sure thing. But I'm not watching it because, ooh, the storyline let me into the match and it was so So you juicy. don't care about any storyline or what is it? It's just you what care about the matches. What the fuck storyline do I should care about for a show in Australia that is a repeat of sh- matches that took place two months ago at SummerSlam? Mm-hmm. Tell me. T- tell me what what has they, what what am I going to get excited for when this is the third when this is the third installment of half the motherfucking card. My point is that that's the problem. Is that th- there's no there's no com- there, you don't have to compromise and you can, you can make you can write it. The, we also had the television. We also had this show two weeks ago about this is a live show for Australia with the storylines intact that they've already been running because why am I going to tap into something that's going to happen in SummerSlam a month later? I don't want to start mm-hmm. my storylines too early. Because it's going to throw off my timing, and mm-hmm. I also don't want to clip my storylines that I've been doing because that's what just got me this motherfucking Melbourne bag. I got you. I got you. And I hear you. My thing is that they're pushing this Australian show on their main show. It's not like the, the Saudi Arabia thing back in the, with the Gage Royal Rumble, they did push that too, but it wasn't like so much like the main thing. They had a pay-per-view coming after. No, that, that was the main thing. They fucking squeezed in a Saudi Arabia show right after the biggest fucking pay-per-view that they claimed to be their thing. Yeah, but the thing about it is they were building feuds for the next year. They wasn't they were building doing feuds. That. It was a re- Do you not remember? Those are rematches. Those are rematches. There were rematches on the Saudi Arabia show from WrestleMania. My thing is on the main on the main show. That wasn't the only thing pushed. They were pushing shows for the other thing. Right now, the only thing they're running for on the main show is for the Australian show. What Therefore, they, they should make for a national or global audience to be intrigued, not just Australia Australians. It's not just a spectacle to us when you bring it on. It is a spectacle, Doug. You know, the Beast from the East was tailor made to Japan. Exactly, exactly. But, but that it was tailor made to. Just but they the weren't same. writing for the Beast in the East. They just had matches. They did write for Beast. In the East. Oh my just god! Just like Roblox, they wrote. For Roblox, that was a once in a, when Dean Ambrose and Triple H had that. The, the, that was that was not supposed to happen. The emphasis wasn't on Beast and East. The emphasis was not on Greatest Royal Rumble. Right, right now they're putting the emphasis on Super Showdown alone solely as their next big show. They should make people across the globe, including the United States, interested. That's my point. That's it. You know, and I can call that out. And w- without being a supermarket, I think that they can that's do better. That's not what you called out. That's not what you called out. That's not what. That's not exa- That's not what we had the discussion of what you called out. And even if that's what you called out, it does. You have to placate to where you're traveling if that is where the money's at. Hmm. If I that's what the money, if you like, they are not placating to anybody. Who gives? A, did anybody else give me money? Did, bruh. Bruh, you're it's business. just no, matches. No, you're, 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 it's not just and lazy ma- writing. How is it just matches? I when mean, you just said the storylines didn't connect. When I just said that the storylines connect all the way through back to August, they knew they was going to Australia during SummerSlam. The Super Showdown was promoted during I'm talking SummerSlam. About from SummerSlam till now, 
they had they, they, their ability was very lackluster. That's all I'm trying to say. You know, the this but even though this week was not bad in writing with with, with the Dean Ambrose stuff going on with AJ Smojo, I think they they took it up a notch. But the but before this week, the writing has been lackluster, and you know it. And you're and you're it's arguing no, for it, no, and that's what I'm saying. There's no need to write for a live event show, but they're pushing it as a pay per view on their main show. Like I don't know what I don't know. I don't know they're why, not why pushing it as a pay per view. They're pushing it as a special. They're pushing it as a special. It's not a pay per view. They're not. They're that's not, where I disconnected because I think they're pushing it as a pay per view because that's their main focus right now on on each show. Their main focus is hey. There is no pay per view right now that they're pushing for. They're pushing for that show. They're fighting for that you show. Know why, you solely. know why? You know why? You know why? Because when was the last pay per view? So and so, yeah. And that was a month ago, right? Mm-hmm. They purposely blocked off this calendar month to do two things. Evolution and Super Showdown. Yeah. So it's not a pay-per-view. They just don't have to... Our schedule's already crazy. Our guys are already fucking traveling enough. Yeah. Like, we're not gonna do... Like, we're not gonna... We're not doing... We're not doing this. It's, it's a show, guys. It's a live event show. We're going to Australia. This is, like, we're not doing anything extra. This is an extra payday for you guys. We're gonna make it a special. Just like this... The, 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 the fucking um, MSG show. The live MSG show that's never fucking taped. And why was it taped? Because they knew they was gonna do something special there. What was going to be so special? A United States Championship uh, title change. Whoop the fucking do. But guess what? They still push that MSG show. Brock Lesnar, first time ever in MSG since 2002. It's not even the first time ever. It's the first time since 2002, nigga. So, like, they're going to push that because the network, again, where do they get their money from? Live event shows, the network, and merchandise. merchandise. That's it. The TV contract is already secured. So the only other way you you get revenue is mm-hmm. to get streams so you can tell at the quarter and, 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 at the and, end of the quarter this is a new fiscal year for them and, and this is a new and quarter gonna, and that's where we're, that's where the disconnect is cuz I'm still saying that you don't have to compromise you do. art for business. Oh and you know, this is the conversation we're going to have every single week. How does you I still to I think that art for business. I think that they can still write good for each show. And that's that's how I see it, you know. Uh Going forth, I, I mean, because this Super Showdown, am I excited for it? Nah, no. But going forth, I think that I'm going to watch it when I get a chance to watch it. Um, what match are you looking forward to most, if you are looking forward to any matches? Dan Bryan Miz? That'll probably be the only match that I'm looking forward to most, because then that will let me know who's facing AJ Styles. Uh-huh. And therefore, they can write. Hello. This shit is a it, it plays through. Once they know who's the number one contender, guess what the next pay per view is after this? Survivor series. Dude, you're acting like I don't know this shit. You, you're acting like you don't know that they have to progress these stories. Like, they're not going to do a live that's show my point, and, and just. Though. You're proving my point is that, like, I, that they have to progress things outside of this special show. They have show. been progressing things. That's what you don't understand. What are you talking about? No, listen, what, what, when I brought up the whole thing, it was because of the Shawn Michaels thing. Now, Daniel Bryan and The Miz, I do think that they have been written decently. You know, I think it's actually well. I think that they have been written well these past couple of weeks. So I'm not going to shit on that angle. So you can't just pull that angle out your ass and, and say, that's what my point was about. My point was about Shawn Michaels and, uh, and, and Undertaker and point, Triple H. And I said, you shouldn't care about that motherfucking match because it's, it's 440, it's 440 plus, it's four damn near 50 plus performers. Uh-huh. 
You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. these guys aren't AJ Styles that we're talking about. Here's the thing. I care because I think that they can write better. Is that so cr- Is that a crime to say? Yes. Okay. Because right. because Thanks. how they're gonna now write? Know. Yeah, how they're gonna write better for fifty year old Kane? Dude. How they're gonna write better for Undertaker? You know, Anthony Hopkins is how old, and they write for him in movies. So like, it's, it's just it's just story time. If they're coming out there talking, they could sit down and write something that actually is compelling. You fell asleep because what they wrote for him to speak was shit, was trash. That's why you fell asleep. If he actually says something that was like, oh shit, okay, you know, you, you actually saying some shit. Then you probably wouldn't have fell asleep. Tell me, give me, look, since you're such this creative genius, give me something that would have compelled you that they could have said. Listen, I am a creative genius, but I don't just work on the spot just because you, you, you snap your fingers. No, you, you're you know? very critical of freestyling and, and telling me how, what doesn't work. Then tell I'm me. I'm just what, saying it doesn't what, work. Okay, so tell me what will work. Give me your, give right, me so, a idea that could have worked for you. Exclusive. Reasonable resident <laughs> in the mind of CD. So if you're coming out, the Booker. So if you're coming out with Shawn Michaels. We all know that Shawn Michaels um, has been retired because of Undertaker, right? It should be about all right. He's he backing his boy. Granted, he can still back his boy. But the 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 animosity of how. He had to end his career the way it happened should be playing into this. The way that Undertaker has beaten these two guys at consecutive WrestleManias and Triple H twice should be playing into the way they write this story. That's what I'm talking about with WWE. Continuity never plays... It does not... That's that's the thing, never. But it rarely plays a factor. And for the fans who are sticking with it, it's hard, you know? It's hard for us because we're like, come on, like, you can write better. It's not just... It's not just like, oh, I'm always going to pick my best friend. Dude, if you say that the first week, I'm cool with it. You want to pick your best friend? Cool. Come out here another week, this role, and have somebody go say, oh, I'm going to pick my best friend, you know, every day, every day, week, whatever he wants to say. I heard that like three, two weeks ago. You know, I'm well, not going to be same, excited. So if he says, you know what, hey, you know, I heard I take a come out here last week or whatever week. He talked about how he retired me. He talked about how he's going to put Triple H under the under. In the ground, and I just think that we're seeing a guy who's past his prime, who still can't get, get to, still who's, who's insecure about his place in, in this industry. He retired me, and through by hell or high water, I will not allow Triple H to lose this match because he ended my career and uh, and ended something that I love to do week in, week out. CT, I'm gonna let you know. Even if he cut that promo, I'm going to sleep. But here's the thing about that. You know, he can cut a promo. He can, he can, he can you know, you can have some action. And you can have something that, you know, is a little bit better than repeating repeating the same lines. And that's what I was trying to say. It's just like they repeated the same thing like four weeks ago. You want to know why they repeated it? Because maybe the Raw ratings were down. I was like, hey, since you guys didn't watch last week. And you keep on, you're just making excuses. That's not a good excuse. Because the Raw ratings now, we're going to repeat the same thing we did last hey, week. Come listen, on. man. If you have, if you if you're writing for fucking a Walking Dead, it's like, oh, the range were down this week. Let's just write the same episode just to make sure people got it. Possibly, <laughs> nigga, they kill zombies every goddamn episode <laughs> after they lost food supply. It is the same goddamn episode. It's nigga. not though. You don't watch Walking Dead, I can tell. It's not the same. It's the same episode. It's the same episode. Oh my god, this zombie shoot him. Oh, we ran out of pandas. That's what you think it is. Score. I can get why you think that is why it is because if you don't watch Walking Dead, then you, that's what you think it is. 
Walking Dead is really about the people rather than the zombies. But we'll let's sniff it here or there. Let's move what on. What people? What people? The people that are in this fucking apocalypse. You know, the niggas that are the people who can't come survive. together because they're surviving. They're like, oh, since uh, civilization is gonna respawn itself, let yeah. me be in control of it. Like that doesn't make fucking sense either. No, it went you, on eight goddamn just, seasons, just, just didn't watch it? Just watch the show. Just watch the show. Why? So I can hear some Carl. Every goddamn day, <laughs> Carl, 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 Carl. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. You don't even know, like, if you, Carl, <laughs> you get bit by a zombie, you turn a zombie. But even if you get sick and die, you still turn into a zombie. That's crazy, though. Nah, you don't care about that. Anyway, <laughs> all right, let's move on. What else do you want to talk about? Like, I mean, I mean, I got my my. <laughs> My rant off of the week. Uh-huh. Um, do we even have a book in black this week? Uh, I mean, Shelton. I mean, we talked about oh, Shelton. Yeah, Shelton. Yeah, we, we, can, we can redo Shelton. I think that his win over Daniel Bryan was very, very... Um, I think it was a good place. I think it was well placed. I think it gets Miz over. It gets Daniel Bryan over. It gets Dan- Shelton over. I think it gets the, the program over for a Super Showdown. I don't know what I would do with Shelton going forward, though. I think I would probably put him in an angle against uh, Shinsuke. That's what I would do going forward. I think him and Shinsuke could do some cool shit together. Um, turn him face. Turn Shelton face and say, listen, I'm sick and tired. I'm trying to um, just prove myself. You know, I'm, I'm a veteran in this industry. I have the skill. I have the, the ability. I have the mindset. I have everything. Now I have the full package, and I'm not going to sit back on the bench and wait. And I think that's kind of where they were going. But now going forth, after Super Showdown, put him in an angle with Shinsuke. Shinsuke ain't doing shit. He's been holding the title, not doing goddamn thing, which is a damn shame. I'm not sure if he's in- I don't think he's injured because he's been wrestling still. But they should have been using him. We still got Randy Yarn doing his dumb shit with Tyler Bre- um, t- you know, Tyler what? Ty, Ty Dillinger, and no one cares about that. But so give Shelton and uh, Shinsuke the, uh, the spot that Randy Orton keeps occupying each week because no one cares about what he's doing. Um, yeah, I think that's what I would do with him. Well, Shelton, um, I would probably put him in the United States run, uh, even though I would like to actually have him do a brief um, you you. Um, WWE Championship run, uh, even if he doesn't get it, but just having him and AJ um, just tear it up one time, that would mm-hmm. be, you know, before AJ moves on to his next few. Yeah, know, with, da- with Daniel because Bryan or Miz. I mean, it I, has to be the Miz. Miz is going to beat Daniel Bryan. But to have, now to, it, when you're talking about writing, now this is very interesting writing here. Since Shelton Benjamin was in the middle of this day of Brian the Miz feud, Shelton Benjamin should then insert himself and be like, hey, I should get a title shot. Let these two bicker off, but AJ, let's go. And that way you can put Shelton in a, in a feud that make him hot real quick, and then you get a fresh matchup with AJ, and then you can have Miz, and you know what I mean? Like, you can play, you can play off of it and say if... If Shelton Benjamin wins, you know Miz be you know Miz can be like, uh, hey yo, uh, uh, shouldn't I get a title shot since I help you? You know what I mean? Or AJ, I mean, or uh, Daniel Bryan can be like, you know, since I took an L, you know, come, whatever. But I would definitely, I would definitely put Shelton and not so much in um, 
in the United States, even though I know that's where he fits. Because he doesn't have, like, real he has zero main charisma. event potential in terms has, of personality. has zero. Yeah, um, zero. I've I've been a huge Shelton Benjamin fan um, since he's been around. You know what's stopping you now, Shelton? Yeah, charisma. We've got to keep it real. You know, I hate to to say, but, hey, sometimes you got to just admit to yourself, hey, I don't got the charisma, man, but it's all good. Um, I, I have the in-ring ability. You know, and, and when it comes to um, to black wrestlers, who do, who, there, there are those who do, you know, like Big E and, you know, Xavier uh, and, and Kofi, they have personality, and they can maybe move out into the main event room, but when it comes to Shelton Benjamin, um, I don't know if he has it in him to actually hold the title and run with it and and uh, be captivating to, to, to draw an audience each and every week and, you know, draw an audience. Um, unfortunately, I don't, it, it pains me to say this, though. It really does, because when I used to be back in, uh, when I was a kid, I used to role play as wrestlers online. I was really a mark, you know? And I used to use Shelton Benjamin as my, like, main dude, like, you know? But um, it was, uh, it was, uh, it didn't, it, it, you know, I, he doesn't have it. He doesn't have the personality. Maybe he has no gear in him. I hope so. <laughs> Maybe we'll see it, but um, we haven't seen it yet, so I don't know if he has it. Um, outside so that's why of, I say United States, yeah. Outside of Shelton, um, I don't have anything. I don't have anybody else. I mean, I can't think of. I mean, we're running out of black wrestlers, so there's that. <laughs> yeah, we are. We got Keith Lee in the pipe. We got uh, who we else? Do, we do got Keith Lee, but um, um, we have to see what he's doing first. Like uh, I have to see his first main feud yeah. before I decide I'm gonna book him because yeah. um, they might actually do something good with him. Yeah, we'll see. We'll um, see. I don't know if, who else is black. We haven't done Bianca Belair, have we? Uh, we have talked about her quite a bit, but we I don't think we actually did a. We booked her, but like kind of like. Just because we just talked yeah. about her, we just started booking her. <laughs> yeah, I think Bianca Belair might be a booking black. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll, we'll do a deep dive on her maybe next week or something like that. Especially after her match with Nikki Cross next week, we'll, we'll probably talk about her next week. We'll She's probably said, do her in the middle of uh, yo. Who is our women spotlight for Evolution? Who are we going to do that character Charlotte, spotlight? Charlotte Flair. We're going to do Charlotte. That's what we said. We've Did already we said it on the podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah. And mind you guys, we still got self round on on in the pipeline. We will get that to you. Uh, September was a crazy month. As always, we have crazy months. We're very busy, but we're going to get to you um, all these character spotlights. I mean, you guys got an exclusive interview with, you know, Alex Greeny that you can find. Mm-hmm. And we've done some things, you know, that held it's you It's not easy, over. guys. <laughs> I mean, Those character not. spotlights take research, and we got to sit down and actually give it its due diligence. And I don't want to just rush a Seth Rollins character spotlight. So we'll get that to you when we get get it to you, um, but we will do Charlotte, you know, and going into Evolution. Um, but I want to go double back and talk about Dan Bryan, the Miz, real quick. I don't know who's going to win that match, and I think the Miz has to win it. But then that's three wins with the Miz over Daniel Bryan. I don't know where they're going to go from there. Uh, shouldn't we just watch it? I mean, I just want to talk about it. We'll, we'll see what you... I'm, I'm not sure if we're doing predictions today, but I want to know who you're gonna win, who's going to think is going to win that. Um, I don't think they'll have a contest, to be honest. I think they'll end up just doing the three-way. Oh, okay. That's actually... I didn't even consider that. 
You know, I should have because they did that twice in NXT already. But um, I think that that will be where to go in Survivor Series triple threat match if they don't have um, a, you know, Team AJ, something like that going on versus Raw or something. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that, that could work. A triple threat match. Uh, it's it, it is, it's in Australia. You think they'll be upset they didn't get a real finish? I mean, who cares? They're getting 10 matches. You already right. bought your ticket. Got you. Get the, <laughs> you got Undertaker and Triple H, so. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. <laughs> John Cena's making an appearance. Yeah. You're you good. Fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Take your matches. Buddy Murphy might win. Like, you know. Uh-huh. Here you go. I think he will win, actually. Yeah. yeah. Iconics, Peyton Royson, Billy Kay is going to be there. Like, uh-huh. they'll get a pop. Like, it'll be it'll be some things. Um, What's up with NXT? Um, what was going on? So, on uh, NXT, one thing I will say is Tommaso Ciampa is NXT champion, as we all know. And we don't know who attacked Aleister Black. But I thought going into this episode that since they're drawing out this Aleister Black thing and that takeover, I'm not sure when is the date is for it, but takeover should be coming fairly, you know, soon or the next couple of months or at least or next like next month or this uh, later this month. I think probably for Survivor Series, I think they start they gotta start building a feud with Tommaso Ciampa. So I thought maybe he's the one who did the attack going into the episode I watched today. However, Tommaso Ciampa did a promo. He talked about people talking, accusing him of things that he's not, you know, done, and he said something about a dream. So do you think that maybe just maybe Velveteen Dream might be getting a top, uh, NXT Championship match? At the next takeover, I think that would be fucking dope. Tommaso Ciampa and Velveteen Dream, but then who's the face? Is Velveteen Dream the face? I think he probably would be the face in that situation. Uh, yeah, he'll probably be the face. Um, but I don't think he's groomed for a title shot just yet. Really, um, he's he's beating everybody. The only person he lost to was Alistair. That's true. He beat Johnny too. He beat Johnny like a couple weeks ago, so he's groomed. Who else is there to be? I mean, I don't know. I never just thought he would be main event level. Huh? But he's so so popular. So popularity doesn't mean main event. Just it doesn't mean main. You're right. Popularity doesn't mean as we see with Russo Day and all that stuff. However, Velveteen is popular and he's good. We already told said he has the highest ceiling. He has the most potential. Why not? If they see what we see. Then they should give him the you're not give him the strap, but give him the the, the, the main event um, stage and see what he can do with it. He's shown improved every time he's gotten a chance. So fuck it. Well, they they don't have a takeover until Survivor Series. Until Survivor, so they got two months. They got all a right. month and a, a month and a half. All right, all right. So they got one more taping, which is in October. Um, so we'll watch that as that progresses. Um. Honestly, NXT is looking a tad bit weak to me. Okay. Like it need like the only thing that the only thing that's possibly getting me enthralled at all is Adam Cole, Ricochet, and Pete Dunne. I hear you. That's it. Yeah, after Johnny and Muscle kind of died down, it kind of did uh, take a dip. I'm not gonna lie, take it took a dip. Um, so hopefully, hopefully they can they can heat things back up with Velotina and if, you, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna put the heater on, my bad. If you're not gonna put if you're not, it's no fit for one. It's not it's not enough faces. Uh-huh. 
It's not enough faces in NXT. Now, if you flip Velveteen because, you know, you feel like you can get a little bit more star power out of him, then you have to make sure it's done correctly. You know what I mean? They'll, you can't have that. You can't have that be a mess up. You can't have it be like you know ambiguous about. A, you can't have ambiguity going into that contest uh-huh. where you don't know who the clear face and and heel is because you know the crowd will sit on their hands. But for but. If one promotion would do it, it would be NXT to do it because they know that the fans would be raucous and they know that Velveteen gets a face reaction already. Even though he's a heel, he gets cheers. And you know that Darren Bryan, I mean, not Darren Bryan, sorry, Tommaso Champion, Tommaso Champion, he is a champion, but Tommaso Ciampa also gets that negative reaction. He can get it, you know. So in an NXT arena that is small and it's like a more um, smart, you know, IWC um fan base, I think that Velveteen would get the positive reaction because people would be behind him. Even though he would come off as an arrogant prick, he would still get the face reaction in the match, per se. I I, there's no way the fans are sitting on their hand in a Tommaso Ciampa Velveteen Dream match. I don't see it. I mean, that might be the propelling that uh, Velveteen would need. And then go on TV, take take him off TV and make his uh, debut on Mm -hmm. Royal Rumble. Yeah, lose that match, come up to main roster, and... uh, Come up to the right room, but that'll be interesting. Yeah, take them off until the right room. That'll be cool after November. Um, maybe do like one match and then bounce. Um, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. All right. Well, we're hour in the show. Right, we're gonna do a super showdown preview because it is this Saturday. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, we have. Uh, I'm just gonna rat tat tat because that's what we do. Uh, Triple H first Undertaker. Who wins? Taker. All right. Bobby Lashley and John Cena versus Elias and Kevin Owens. <laughs> Time out. Who do you think wins the, the Triple H Undertaker? You didn't say anything. Oh, because I yeah. don't. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I thought we went over this. <laughs> Nigga, <laughs> but I thought you were doing we're doing we're doing predictions. Nigga, you got the dicks. <laughs> this is a team here. <laughs> uh, Triple H. Just 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 go with Triple H there. Uh we got Bobby Lashley and John <laughs> Cena versus Elias and Kevin Owens. Uh, I think Bobby and John is gonna I think Bobby and John's gonna pose. Yeah, of course. There's no way John Cena's losing. Took freaking Elias and Kevin Owens yeah. in Australia, yeah. <laughs> and you know he's been living in China for mad long. You know he's like for like a, two months he's been out there, dog. Yeah, it's crazy. Bumblebee, and he's close to Australia. He's just over there. Uh, we got Miz and versus Daniel Bryan. I kind of already gave my view on that. I said I think it's going to be a no contest. Yeah, you, I think you you might have swayed me because I think that's where they're going. I, I, I can't see Dan Bryant. I mean, I think the Miz would win going because he's a heel face AJ. Cause I don't think I don't think AJ's beating. I'm losing to Samoa Joe. However, um, Dan Bryant, I wouldn't like to see him lose three times in a row to the Miz. So a no contest is probably what's going to happen. You're probably on the right path with that. Yeah. All right, I got the Shield versus. This Braun Dolphin Drew team, so I'm pretty sure Bruh. the Shield's gonna win. Yeah, we all know. 
Do I Bella's and Rhonda, we know they're gonna beat the Riot Squad. Uh-huh. AJ and Samoa Joe. AJ. AJ. Um I think Buddy Murphy's gonna take the title for Cedric. That's the next match. We got Buddy Cedric Murphy, Alexander yeah. versus Buddy. Um, they're not gonna have the nigga win in Australia. <laughs> now we have uh, New Day and versus the Bar for the tag team titles. New Day, New Day, yeah. All right. Now we got Oscar and Naomi versus the Iconics. <sighs> I think Peyton and Billy yeah, they pop, might just give the but, but, but I uh, think Oscar and Oscar win. win. Yeah, yeah. Bring they, it to they'll, the they'll give the Australian their their the little title win with Buddy Murphy, and it's like sorry, but yeah, Peyton and Billy Kay are just not it right yet, right not right now, and uh, I don't think Oscar should be losing like that. And then we got next, we got Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. No stakes. The woman's title is a stake. I mean, yeah, but who cares about that thing? Who's going to, like, we need to... Damn, you don't care about shit. Bro, who cares? I care about that match. I actually do... I said the title, man. That's, I mean, they sw- they want to swap it off again. That's why I said it's no stakes. Like, so you swap- think Charles winning this? They're going to swap it back. No, I think I think Becky's winning this. I can't. They can't. If, they, if they swap it back to Charlotte, just give her another fucking reign. That'll be like, how many? Four reigns within a year. Like, come on, now. I can't. I can't. I mean, we I'm don't done. know. The, we don't know the Raw and SmackDown's women's we title it. She's match. She's Flair's daughter. But we got Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Zayn at Evolution. We got uh, um, Tony Storm versus. Oh, Tony made the final. I did not know. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you were left, and I was there to see it. Sure but yeah, did. Tony versus Io Shirai. I forgot that match even was going to happen. But um, yeah, interesting. We got Bliss and Trish Stratus and Lita versus Mickey James. So. Um, over time, I know the Raw Women's title is not going to be defended pretty much until then. So just trying to figure out who's going to... only seven matches. It's fucked up. Um, we're going to figure out who, um, who wrestles at Evolution. But I know that the implications of this Raw Women's title match is pretty much for Evolution. So, um, yeah, that is all 13 matches or 10 matches... All right, let me see. Um, yeah, 10 matches for this uh, Super Showdown card in uh, Australia. And, um, yeah, we'll probably catch up. With, I know I'm not going to catch up with it the day up. Yeah, um, and that's that, I guess. Um, Super Showdown. So, um yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Any more comments on the week? Uh, I know I have more comments, but I'm not going to just... Because uh, they're not necessarily positive. <laughs> so, you know, I can't... Yeah, let's keep the negativity to a minimum, please. Mm, I mean, like, I goodness. What, 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 I got I to gotta speak my truth. What, what, you, what, what's it? what resonates with my essence, you I got to speak you know, it. What, and you haven't spoke a truth yet. This entire podcast is true. You haven't spoke not a truth. Everything you have done has been a misinformed opinion. Hmm. I disagree. That's why you're not (laughs) going to further along with your statement because it's going to be an opinion. You're going to say it's a truth, but it's an opinion. You're right. You know, I'm not going to say it's not a truth, but it is my opinion. I I do think it matters. 
I do think that, you know, us marks are reasonable marks, we want to say. No, uh, you're not. I am a reasonable mark, dude. Are you a reasonable mark? Dude, I understand about the business. I feel you, man. I understand about all the business stuff. I don't think you have to sacrifice everything for money, per se. I think that there are ways to They're going it. to Saudi Arabia for the second time in a year. No, I you know, do I, sacrifice I, 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 I for get, money. I, I get not everything I said, you know? I get the, the this business. I get that, you know, they have their culture already, and they're, they're building WWE to be something that's global and take, taking over the world. And I respect it. I, I, I honestly do think Vince McMahon is a visionary. I'm not thinking that, you know, he's not doing the right decisions with going to Saudi Arabia or going to Australia. The things I criticize is actually the week-to-week show. And when, you, when, you, when you're so focused on the money in the bag, I think that you can, be fa- you can sacrifice your art and what, you, what got you to the ballgame, what got you to where you are at, and actually progressing storylines that make people want to tune in every this week. This is in 1999. So ratings can grow. So ratings can grow. This is in 1999. Your week-to-week shows don't matter. You know why? Because regardless of you like, ooh, Raw's the lowest rating it's ever been. It's still the highest fucking thing on Universal. It's the highest thing on NBC Universal for that network on USA. Period. That two point whatever it was, it's the highest thing that USA is gonna give. I'm so- not concerned with with them comparing themselves to other TV shows like Psych. I'm comparing them. I'm comparing themselves to themselves. I'm comparing WWE to itself. And that's what I'm doing. What is themselves? Do you and don't I know think themselves? There's, if the rating is the worst, lowest it's ever but been, you don't know then s- obviously um, they, they're not a wrestling. Not do- it's not a wrestling company. It's a, te- it's, it's a variety show. It's a television show. I can criticize it like a television show. I would criticize Walking Dead like I would criticize, you know, Game you of Thrones. Like, 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 you, like don't, would, you don't use logic. When of you talk course, criticize Walking you know, Dead. Well, we we never really talk about specific episodes week to week. If we did talk about episodes about Walking Dead and the Walking Dead podcast, you would see me criticize it. But we're doing a wrestling podcast, and every single week. I will see and I will sit down and watch the whole show and I will pick out okay this was good this was bad this was good this was bad and in my opinion I'm not saying it's um it's it's the right opinion but it's an opinion that's valid because I'm a fan and I've watched it since I was a kid so if my opinion doesn't matter then who the fuck opinion matter just some new nigga or some yes. kids yes. no who, yes. my opinion does matter and I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and act like it doesn't Do you, you spend just money outside of the network do you spend money outside the network? Not necessarily. Every so now and then. So your opinion does not matter. That is the. That is why I'm. I'm but not. That's I'm not. why I don't spend money because it's it's gone down the tank. What comes to writing, you you gotta captivate an audience outside of it. And maybe you, you can say it's not for me, but you're right. Yes, that that, but, that, but, that but, is that but, is what I'm starting. But, but you're right when you say that. You know, it. I, I'm growing up, and it, it's not necessary. Not everything is for me, but. If I'm still engaged and I'm still right on watching and I'm still going to um, – um, because there are things that I do like, the, like Becky Lynch and Charlotte's thing, um, AJ and Small Joe, like um, what they're doing – what was it I was going to say? With the, with the Miz and Daniel Bryan. You know, so – mind you, they're all SmackDown. But I think that if I see, like, okay, that's good, this is bad, I have a problem with it. It's not a problem to say that. And, I, and, and for all you marks out there – Fly your mark flag, because honestly, it doesn't matter if if uh, people call you a mark and say you're, you care too much. Because at the end of the day, you are a fan, and that's you stay true who you are. Your opinion does matter, and speak it. Because at the end of the day, that's what moves the needle. If we if we if we stop watching wrestling and we go about our business, they're gonna they're gonna do whatever the fuck they want. And I do. They th- still do that because they throw you a bone, and, you bite on it, and then they piss on you. 
Ooh, Divas Revolution. Divas Revolution. Give Divas a chance. Three years later, they got an Evolution pay-per-view. Guess who the fuck is on it? Exactly. Hey, but we still got an Evolution pay-per-view. So it's moving a little slowly, but surely. Slowly, but surely. So I'm so my 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 my, my point stands firm, and that's where I stand. Um, I enjoy doing the podcast. I do enjoy watching wrestling, even though I may have some negative takes each week. Each week, but I do have positive. You can't say like I just shit on. I don't think you said a positive thing on this show about wrestling. Get the fuck out of here, dude. I do. Everything you said today was negative. Everything I said was negative. Everything, come on, bro. You literally, you're going too far with we'll, that. We'll have to play. Dude, I'm the one who listens I, I, back to it. I'm the, and one, I edit who, it. I'm the one who's giving so, our truth props. I'm the one giving even the, the little wrestlers props like Lars Sullivan. I'm the one who's actually paying attention and giving them props where props to do when things are pro- produced well, when things are written well. I'm giving Daniel Bryan props. I'm giving Becky Lynch props each and every week because they're growing and making a better product for us. And I think it's good for kids, too, because when you watch Becky Lynch and Daniel Bryan, kids are engaged. Um, you know, teenagers are engaged, adults are engaged, and it's, it's it's something everybody can watch. There's a reason why you can watch a Marvel movie and everybody loves it. There's a reason why you watch Shrek even, and like even everybody loves it because it can it can relate to both adult and and younger audiences alike. Um, I think there's a balance to be that that can be met. You know, when you take somebody like like Braun and, and you make, and you see that he's such a big um, making such a big reaction, kids love him. He has freaking Nicholas winning the tag team belts with him, and then you turn him heel and put him in a group, and you have him raise his arms like he's just some one of the group, and everybody's raising his arms with him. It looks corny because he doesn't belong there. You know, I, and I have a right to say that he doesn't with everything they built him as, and then they pivot so hard. I, I have a right to say, hey, this is a little bit much for the pivot if you if you if you wrote them this way up to now, and I just want some, some some consistency. It doesn't have to be consistent to the point of like week after week, everything is remembered from freaking 1999, and you know, remember when Triple H faced the Undertaker in that one house show in Madison Square Garden? You know, I'm not trying to say it has to be that consistent with consistent uh, continuity, but if they had a main event match. At WrestleMania, you know, bring it up and bring up the reasons why you know, the, the the it will come be different. You know, bring up the reasons why the the it's match will be different because re- they're older. Reason why reason why the match means something more today than ever, and not just because it's the because last the time. last time they're gonna fucking die before they die. And it's not gonna be the last time we see them because <laughs> we're gonna we're not gonna see them against maybe not against each other, but I hear that Shawn Michaels coming back. I heard Shawn Michaels might be coming back against Undertaker. So, I, I, and if they're drawing this thing out, then I'm curious to see where it goes. But I, 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 you, at this point, I don't know. If you're drawing it out and be curious, you just said you know where it's going to go. Why are you curious if you know the end point? No, I'm curious to see if they actually um, bring Shawn Michaels back just to see if they're actually going to put this guy in the ring again. You know, and do you see his hair? He has no hair. He's gone. Oh, it's all gone. I, was, I thought that was pretty funny. But uh, when he got choked, Sam it. I just thought it was hilarious. But um, anyways, uh, <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, I, I, that's, that's, that's my take, man. That's my take. And I'm going to have more takes every week. And if it's negative, so be it. I mean, I hear you. I hear you. I, <laughs> I'll allow you to have your negative takes. I'll sit here right next to you every week. I'll let you gripe and moan and complain. And I'll tell you that you're being wrong. And I'll and, keep uh, the WWE uh, honest. I mean, I'm not saying that my my opinion matters, but it's 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 it's, 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 it's true. I mean, I can sit here and act like I 
think it's good, like, like, or just not talk about it because it's negative, like, you know, you do, but I'm not, I'm going to tell them, nigga, this is fucking bullshit, if it's bullshit, you know, and that's all, you know, but, um, overall, I do think it was a good week, all in all, <laughs> I, I, as I said earlier on, um, even though I'm not super excited for Super Showdown, um, I think it was, um, a be- recently, especially the wrestling, the wrestling this week was great, the Shield did their thing, overall, they had some really good matches, um, New Day and Shield, um, the bar had a great segment. I think. See, why couldn't we? Why couldn't we fill the episode up with stuff like that? Why couldn't we fill the episode up with because things that were written? Written because well, I'm not here. That was you're, what are you I'm here for? I'm not here to blow the product. I'm not here to blow the WWE. I'm here to tell them what I honestly think. This is my podcast. It's not. Hey, WWE. I'm just a, a, a puppet. You know, I mean, just say what, you, just say just the good things, and just leave out all the bad. No, I'm here to tell you, tell you what I think, and I can tell you. All the good, and I can tell you all the bad that I see. And all I ask is that when we when we ask that, like this is this is legit that I ask. When we articulate, when we when we criticize, we have to articulate why and give a reason why. I, I think do I will, that. Do I do not? No, I just literally actually put you on the spot and say, "Give me like, oh, I can't perform under pressure. No, my I, dick is I, limp." <laughs> <laughs> what I said was, "Listen, I am a creative genius, but I actually take my I'm time. A creative genius, but I take my time. You know, and I actually still give you, I still give you a decent promo that I think would be better than what they gave, and that's on the spot. Now, if you give me some time, imagine what I could come up with. Mm. Come on. I and with that said. This has been recent wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we're, we're we're gonna wrap up this episode. Hour and fifteen. We'll get back at you with we'll, the business and logic next week. This I is mean, the first week we haven't had one. I mean, business and logic. What is? I mean, we kind of tackled into it. We kind of did though. One point six billion. We got to read out every single week. It's business, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's business. And Fox is right around the oh, corner next yeah. year in a year. It's business, man. We'll see what happens next year. I'm curious. We'll every, see what happens. Every, everything is business. But when it comes to business and logic, that's the reason why, like, that is the reason why you have this show in Melbourne. It's why you have this show in Saudi Arabia. It's why you placate to the women and give them their all. It's all business. Business is all logic. And this is why we have the Susan G. Coleman uh, affiliation. It's why we have the Connor Cure. Cure. It's, it's all. It's why we have the Make a Wish. It's, it's all of that. Is is you know what I mean? Yeah. It's business. Shout out to um, Susan G. Coleman and uh, Breast Cancer Awareness. I think that was a really good thing. Um, the 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 stance the, they're taking a firm stance and um, planting their flag in the ground on breast cancer and trying to uh, cut it in half by 2028 was it or 2026? Yeah, I was say let's do our research on Susan G. Coleman before we start like. But that's what they said on TV. Up. But it was they're trying to cut it in half the um, number of people with breast cancer and I think that's a great cause. So um, I just want to give some props to W for that. That's off to them for that. That's what I'm saying. Everything has to have a. Everything has to have an end game. You know what I mean? You Every, don't meld in the suitings. You come to my point of like everything. No, I, I, I'm, I'm letting you know business and logic. Like you don't hook up with a partner if it's not an end game to it. Yeah, yeah. You, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. Like it's you know it's, it has to it has to be, it's yeah. It has to be a beneficial game. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And I think that's this is a great cause. I think it's a great cause, and I think that the the them um. Being so staunch in their their stance on it and, and actually promoting it is gonna make the world a better place. You know, just making people you know, hopefully, uh, kill this this disease that that 
torments so many people across the globe. So hopefully we can uh, make some make a difference, and we can donate, and we can try to help that out. I think it's a great stance because they're going all in this year with that. They they usually have the, the pink robes, and they just have them, oh this person got survived breast cancer. They're actually making a pledge, and they're actually telling people to donate in, in a big way this year. That I think they're it's a good thing. I would just like to say WWE, watch you get in bed with business with. Um, I mean, one of, uh, who cares? One of your Hall of Famers is the fucking president, so there's that. So, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> and this, the former pr- uh, principal owner of Wet Stock is on the is on staff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, come on, everything's wrestling. Shout out to my man Big yeah, Corral. <laughs> um, alright you guys um, One twenty. my highs died down from yelling at this guy all goddamn day so now it's time <laughs> to get drunk uh, yeah. so, <laughs> alright so we're gonna go ahead and um, wrap it up I try to give you guys a surprise um, but you know we'll figure that out and, and, and weave that into um, uh, maybe another maybe it's, maybe we'll have another special announcement um, but, we got uh, some shit in the tank. Don't worry. We do. We do. We got um, we got Alexis Littlefoot coming up on the uh, podcast. Uh, actually, Halloween. We're going to mm-hmm. record Halloween. She's going to come on the Wednesday after Evolution. Um, I'm actually setting some things up with uh, some with some homies at Russell Rap. Hopefully, I'll be able to get somebody on the show. Maybe their social media coordinator who kind of curated that page, their Twitter page, from nothing to something. Mm -hmm. Uh, Get him on here, story how he got linked up in this wrestling world and um, his digital media platforms, where you can find him at. If we can toss him some business, that would be great. Um, And then maybe, like I said, uh, probably get Greeny on the show after he's done this Fury Roll with MLW. They're up in New York City right now, um, him and the rest of the crew. Uh, thank you guys, you know, Court, Bruce, MSL, uh, Alex, uh, Sean, uh, everybody that that, that uh, helps me out, that, that gets me there. Hope you guys have a killer show um, on Thursday. But maybe we'll get him on in between now and when they go to Chicago. They're traveling and doing their first show in Chicago, so... Um, we got some things that, we got some yeah. things in, in store for you guys so you guys thank you for listening follow us on Reasonable Wrestling uh, podcast we're on Instagram Facebook follow us on Twitter at uh, RWPodcast1 we are on SoundCloud Stitcher iTunes Google, Google Play, Play Spotify if you're gonna yawn just let me take care of it <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, you can find us wherever your podcast can be heard at. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you guys later. Peace.